0: Grunge br- 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 culture.
1: We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about uh, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about yeah. pop culture. Literally, yeah. like we everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. About, about, about. about, about. Yeah. It's about a thing. Uh, yeah.
2: Feel yeah. good. Waving hands and arms. take two shots in the ass. Brunch culture. brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture, brunch culture. So, for old times' sake, I'm gonna kick it off with "What up, world?" You are tuned in to Brunch Culture. I'm your boy Randall Keith, and as always, I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Miss Lisa V.
1: What's up, world?
2: <laughs> Yo, we haven't done that in forever. That was like our signature. That's the way we started. I guess sometimes you you get a little, you feel like you get a little grand. And, well, I not want to say grand. Maybe a little bit more experienced. Then you feel like, I don't need that no more. I'm good. And but, you know, the old things always work. You got to stick to the oldest. The oldest work. Yeah. The oldest but goodest.
1: They always come back.
2: Hey. The Fast. They just keep going. There's nothing new under the sun. That's what it is. The same thing my mom used to always say. The same little things you trying to get get away with, I done did. Been there, done it. I wrote the book on it. You just ain't read it. <laughs> 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 But no, it's so good to be back, um, for brunch. It's so it's so crazy. I say this all the time, but whenever we aren't we, we aren't talking for a week, like I'm I feel like things just aren't, you know, it's discombobulated. Like we talk, but whenever we aren't talking to we aren't having brunch culture time, it just seems it seems so weird. Like I'm so used to I'm so used to doing it and I appreciate it and I enjoy it so much. I feel like, dang, like so much stuff is happening and we ain't been able to talk about it, you know.
1: Yeah, and it it's was it was it was my fault last week, you guys, that we didn't have brunch culture.
2: Nah, it's good. It's you know we rock for each other. One of the things that I appreciate, <laughs> no, for real for real. One of the things I appreciate about us though is like we make it happen. We we really like you know stay up late, wake up early, you know take over roles and do all this stuff to like get it done. I appreciate that because I've heard some other people that work in other situations and even other people that have other podcasts and it doesn't work like that. And I'm just, I'm like, thank God for Lisa. Thank God for Lisa. God for Lisa. I should be like, no, for real. i would be like, Lord, just thank you for Lisa. Like, whatever happened, just let us work out. Because <laughs> I just can't imagine, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's just like a group project for school. Like you gotta everybody needs to be engaged ideally you end up having the one or two people that do everything and you have literally those other people that's just kind of like I don't really care I don't want to do nothing I'm chilling or I want to be there to get the a but I really don't want to put in the work that we need to get the a and that you know that's what that's when people be cussing and fussing and things just blow up I ain't trying to be let's our group is working real, real well. <laughs> we done been on tour. We done made it. <laughs> we are.
1: Right. We done been on tour.
2: <laughs> last,
1: last weekend was just crazy cluttered for me. I was just like, sometimes, and this is where I need to be more like Randall. He's organized. I'm not. So sometimes I overlap things in my schedule <laughs> so my goal for 2016 is with all the different things we have going on and i anticipate things getting bigger for our each individual endeavors in addition to branch culture and other business the other business venture i have is that i can get an assistant come on because assistant. i feel like that's really gonna i need somebody that is organized
2: yeah. Come on, assistant. Well, I mean, Siri works now. You got, you have Siri. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't. It's not the same. I, I just have to get better about writing stuff down. Not-
2: yeah. The trick is you got to write it down right then, like right at the moment. You find out about it. Or even my my downfall used to be possibilities. But when you find out about it, put it in your calendar and put it as a possibility. That way, when you go to check your calendar, you see, oh, this might be. You know, let me follow up on this and see if this is actually a thing before I
1: make these plans. Yeah, because i was like almost like for something important, double book two different people, and then I had to call the other one of the people's assistant, and I was like, "Hey, can you push this back?" Because I didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> I like double book, so I got to get better about that. That's one of my, I guess, New Year's. I hate New Year's. Resolution. Yeah, I say right. don't make it a New
2: Year's resolution. You're not I gonna need do to
1: start it. Start tomorrow. I don't need to start. Yes. <laughs> I, need to start <laughs> now. I don't need to wait. Till That's the New good.
2: Year's- Look, I like that. Like I was gonna say, nah, not a New Year's resolution. Those things suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one of the things that we missed out um, this past week for the scroll. Um, I mean, the past two weeks was when we were here last week. We missed out Soul Train Awards. It aired not that Sunday, but the Sunday before. Um, it was. And so yeah, it was really, really good. I, y'all know I'm, I'm the biggest fan, and I, I'm a stand for Boys to Men. And when they came out and performed, it was a wrap. Like actually, it was kind of cool too. I forget how long I've the Boys to Men stand. Like I literally got four different text messages from people that I went to high school with that was like, I know you're watching the Soul Train Awards. I know you like living right now, and I'm like, yo, I forgot you knew this, but I've been on Boys to Men. I want to say even since I was in elementary school, like it's real, it's it's real, real bad. But yeah, like when they they started performing, it was dope. Jasmine Sullivan, oh man, like y'all don't. I, and I've seen her in concert as well, like live in concert. But it's it's it was just dope. The award show was good. It was good music. People was taking it back. Babyface, I knew. He's written so many songs, but like just kind of seeing it all happen and everybody mentioned these songs, you like, dang man! And I definitely went to iTunes. <laughs> I start downloading like old music. It, yeah, <laughs> iTunes. I have a streaming service, and I still be buying music. It's really bad. Like Bad Night, Whip Appeal, which I thought I had Whip Appeal, but I went and bought Whip Appeal and Ready or Not from After Seven. I was like riding out to it. You just yeah. It was dope. It was really, really good. I, I was excited. Shade and all. Iggy Azalea, Shade and all. Erica Badu actually did a really good job um, hosting. Everybody was like... I knew it was going to become a big thing when she said the whole thing about like, Iggy Azalea not doing rap. What she's doing is definitely not and Everybody was like, oh... I kind of feel like it was a cheap shot, though. Because like, I'm like, uh, I mean, you know, like... Well, I mean... Where?
1: That
2: we doing that. <laughs> but it's like, you know where... I mean... She's not even really on the scene; like she's kind of taking a step back. So I don't know. I mean, it was funny. It was definitely funny, but it was like uh, I don't know. But she definitely she apologized. She apologized. Did you see that she like apologized and she made the whole know, where she apologized and she was like she she apologized for her daughters because her daughters actually like Iggy Azalea. They listen to her music all the time.
1: Well, I, um, mean, I mean, actually, Iggy might should think her because she made people think about her again.
2: <laughs> That's so. <funny. laughs> it's true though. It's
1: all, she's it's true. she almost. Became, I mean, it's 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 like she's since Ti kind of disassociated himself from her. She became kind of irrelevant. She's almost as irrelevant as Bow Wow and Erica Mina's relationship. So why
2: I mean, people report on this relationship. Like, what does it? What does it mean? What? Why are we talking about this? I sometimes and, and apparently this is people like some people. I don't even know who these people are. I feel like in my mind, it's little kids that are like in middle school, just got their iPhones. And they're like, Oh, you know, I remember my big brother talking about Bow Wow being on one Ocean and So let me follow him. And Oh, his fiance's name is Erica Mina, but it's yo, who cares? Like <laughs> what is he? And I mean, I, w- I, I just don't, I don't understand. I would say this about any, I'm the person that's like, your relationship should be private. Like, Honestly, you really should keep your relationship off of social media and from the world because it's something that should be sacred. Like it's for you and whoever you're with, and you guys do that. Like it ain't nobody else's business. But even more so, like what do you, Erica, when you claim to fame is drama? Like that's that's what you hear. So honestly, anything you say. From here on out, I'm gonna think that you're probably trying to troll us, which you are oftentimes are. Because why? Like, that's what you do. So, why do people even care about this crap?
1: I don't know. Speaking of other things we shouldn't care about, Aisha's Curry's tweets about women and uh, modesty. Um, I think she tweeted, you know, I you know something about coming up as women. I agree. There's a lot of skin being shown on social media. Some things you should keep, you know, to yourself. But the fact that people went on these long tirades on social media about, you know, freedom with women and like she's trying to shade women who like to wear revealing clothes. I'm like, guys, I don't think so. Like, why do you yeah. to? Why does it have to be such an extreme? It's just like when the uh, girl Bree gave her dad the purity certificate. It's okay. That's what she did. Let her do it. I mean, why the attack on you personally? If you like to wear, if you don't like to wear clothes, okay, that's you. That's not what I personally would do. But again, why do you feel the need to attack her? She didn't call you out. She, if, I mean, but as my, my uncle always used to say, if you spank a dog, it'll bark.
2: Um wait what does that mean?
1: if you it, you know now that I repeat it it doesn't make sense <laughs> but oh, when he used to say it I used to understand what he was
2: saying <laughs> that's all that matter though and that's probably all you needed to do to make him uh do you know old on? family
1: members say stuff and you yeah. know what they're saying and then we yeah. try to say it to they be like what well.
2: What does that mean? You'd be like, you know what? I honestly don't know. But when he said it and the way he said it, and when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, i will be like, yeah, I'm on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. I was like, but you supposed to eat cake. That's the
2: whole point of buying and
1: my cake. my friend was like, well, the point is you can't just have it. You have to eat it. And I'm just like, but to me, that's still a stupid life. The
2: whole point of purchasing cake is to eat it. It's your birthday.
1: But eat people, it. like, and all the time, and you know what they need, you just go with. Right, it. right, right. And you, you just logically go with it. think about right. it. So this is one of them times <laughs> where I'm just like, me saying it out loud on, on the record, it doesn't. It's not really the best thing, but I know what he means by it.
2: Yeah, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's really all that matters. No, but Aisha Curry, I just. I haven't read. Actually, I just pulled up The Root. Um, They have a a, a piece that says uh, it's titled What's um, Here's What's Wrong with Aisha Curry's tweet about how some women dress these days. Um, And so I haven't read I haven't read this piece. I'm going to read it to get a different perspective. But a lot of people, this became like a big thing, like. Everybody was just kind of going in on the fact that... And I didn't think... I thought the tweet that she sent was harmless. Again, I'm due. I'll preface this by saying I'm a dude, so maybe I don't get it. Um, but she's like, everyone wearing clothes these days, huh? Not my style. I like to keep the good... i like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. Um, just looking at these latest fashion trends, I'll take classy over trendy any day of the week. I don't think that she was calling out... I, I think In, in, in anything... It was more so about her personal style and what she likes and what she wants, right? I don't think she was saying like, "Oh, you are trashy if you if if you don't dress the way that I switch." I, there was a number of tweets that I res- that I saw where people were saying, "Well, take took the perception that she's trying to say that someone's less classy," which I guess you kind of can get that out of the, the latter tweet of you know she'll take classy over trendy anyway so i guess the saying like being trendy is not classy um i guess you can kind of get that i I guess i I see it but i'm like yo at the end of the day these are her tweets and she's married and this these are the 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 set norms and that she has for herself and her relationship and in her family and there's nothing there's absolutely with that like i think that one of the things i'm all for and i mean you guys know i'm all for you know Give people the opportunity in the space to be who they are and 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 don't like ridicule somebody else. But I'm also with that very statement, you know, that doesn't just apply for the people that are the, the rebels or the people that are, you know, not that are challenging the norms that applies to the people that are challenging the norms as well Aisha kurt if you like to walk around with a turtleneck and ankle skirts and you call that classy and somebody else says like oh she should wear that she needs to be liberated well maybe she feels liberated right (laughs) (laughs) maybe like in her for her and her husband this is what works this is the style that she herself and even taking her husband out of the equation for herself maybe she feels like this is what i want i don't think there's anything wrong with that at all um and so i'm gonna read this piece i haven't read the piece uh sorry guys i'm not prepared in that regard just because i don't know what the the counter argument is maybe we'll follow up with this next week um once i read it now i'll get some because i don't i don't really know i want to know the other side i i see the tweets of people from the other side but it all harps on like their people are taking offense to what she's saying by thinking that they're they're calling her that she's calling them trashy or not classy. And I'm like, well, I don't really think that's what she was going for. I get how you can get it out of there, but I don't think that's what she meant.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I just, I think people just have to think a little, you know, just, I don't know. Cause I see sometimes I'm scrolling on social media and I girl and she's always posting uh, pictures of herself without a lot of fabric. And then then she'll post this ta- tangent about, men don't respect her and they always um, looking at her behind and I'm just like, well I mean I don't know what you it seems like it's, you're kind of sending two messages Um, but I guess that's a whole other discussion.
2: Yeah, But even with that, I think that like you can be and I know I, I believe that like, yo, you still have to respect a woman, right? No matter what she has on. I think that the, the way that Sometimes people get there. what they're saying is very true. The way that they get there and they're trying to prove it, it's like, you know what? I feel that I can wear, I can actually walk in with nothing and you shouldn't, you shouldn't like subject me to just being a piece of meat. That is honestly, I believe that that's true. I think the one thing that you have to realize is that that's probably what's going to happen because everybody is not as enlightened, as informed as you. Some people are just extremely ignorant, right? Um, But I also believe that, you know, there are (laughs) like, I feel I I feel in the the same regard, like, yo, there's a responsibility as a man for men. You have a responsibility to, you know, watch how you how you do things, make sure that you are looking at a woman as more than just a piece of meat. Um, But I feel like at the same time, you know, as a woman, you kind of have to understand not that, you know, you can't continue to challenge that norm. But you have to understand that, you know what, you probably are going to run into some guys that aren't going to treat you that way. Because they're just ignorant, they just don't know. Like you know what I'm saying? Like people haven't gotten to the places that you've gotten. So I I believe in challenging it, and I do believe that like yo, a woman can can be. She doesn't have to be dressed like a nun, and a a dude. She still should be able to expect a man to like treat her a certain way, absolutely. Um, it'd been not in in the counter of that. I'd still believe as well that like you kind of got to understand if you run into some ignorant behind dudes that just don't know better. Then that's you know that's their thing. Like whatever.
1: And I I think and I wasn't talking about like being looked at even just as a piece of meat, but it's the level I think of respect you're gonna get. Like if you if you're even be going going beyond men, like jobs and you know there are certain things that. On like you, like you were saying, relationships should be private or if you want to be looked at a certain way, just in society, you know, you have to present a, a level of, you know, discretion, especially online, because that thing, those things are going to follow you. Now I'm thinking you have to dress like a nun or you have to like have this perfect online persona, but there's still like a level of thought you should place into what you post.
2: I mean, I can I can see that. I think I think I think, um, I think one, one of the things that it, it comes out of these conversations and why it's so it, it's kind of tough it's because for so long so many uh, cult norms societal norms I don't it's not even cultural norms societal norms so many societal norms kind of like bound people and held people down and held people in certain situations and. A lot of people, a number of people, are in in a space of being like, you know what? I'm no longer doing it. I'm no longer accepting it. I'm no longer subscribing to that. And I should be able to be, you know, who I am. And 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 even if that is counter to what the norm has said, and I still should be respected. And I'm a person that believes in that wholeheartedly. I don't like. I can personally disagree that. You know, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm I'm the person that believes that. You know what? Like. I'm not gonna be doing like <clears throat> eggplant any day, right? Just because <laughs> it's like for me, I just don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like an eggplant any day, like whatever day. Egg egg. Yeah, people. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it like
1: took me a while to figure. I gotta really catch up with what's going on, the changing trends. Uh, it took uh, me a while to know what was going on. <laughs> <going. laughs>
2: yeah, I know. I, I didn't know until what's name? My female best friend. She was like, uh. She, she I would sent her like the eggplant emoji and I was like laugh a laugh, lot I'm just joking and she was like uh you don't participate in that and I was like what and she was like you know it's like an eggplant day and I was like no didn't know that Sorry. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's like a day where everybody posts and I'm like, my th- I just don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do this shit my <laughs> thing. Whatever. But like, if you're somebody that, that does it, that's like your thing. I, I do. I mean, it's your social media account. That's what you want to put out there. That's fine. Do I believe that, like, if you work in a corporate world and your boss sees it, you should get fired? Absolutely freaking not. Right. Because the reality is, is your boss probably does it. Your boss probably does things that are 10 times worse than what you're doing. The only thing that people get hyped up into is like how it looks, and it's like, well, guys, like, I mean, you gotta move forward. Like, if, if everybody, all these people are effing up, everybody is subscribing to it and doing it. You're just the person that like, got or somebody has evidence, evidential proofs that you did. Like, what does that make you bad? I feel it's the same logic for me as when people go in on, like, oh, she a single mother, she had a baby out of wedlock, but then like, y'all having sex and y'all not married like i my mind i'm just kind of like but it's the same thing the only difference is she got caught like shut up you know what i'm saying like it doesn't for me it's like it's not even a thing so i i get i get where it comes from i get why people do it i just i i feel like you know it comes to just in the, the very way that you want a person to respect your thoughts and your beliefs, you also have to respect that person's thoughts and beliefs. You could disagree with it. Absolutely. Um, and I even saw the comment on people like asking questions about it. I don't think it was bad that they like questioned it. But I think I, I say to people in this in that way of like, OK, well, these are her beliefs, right? You have a Twitter, you have an Instagram, you have a Facebook account, you have a voice and a platform. You're absolutely you know, you can use that voice in that platform. But think to yourself like, well, I mean, if I want to be free to wear whatever I want to, then shouldn't she be free to like wear whatever she want to? And if they just be like, you know what, I just don't agree with the chick. It's kind of crazy. I wouldn't want to have to live that life because I've been liberated and I'm free. And yeah, I wouldn't do it. And that's OK. Like, keep it moving. Shut up. Why is this like having these Twitter debates and battles over this woman saying she don't want to dress a certain way? Now, if she was on her Twitter and she was like, oh, you know, these hoes out here (laughs) dressing like a old thing. I ain't one of them. uh, You know, we have another discussion. But if she's like, I just choose to be this way. Don't keep choosing to be that way. Have at it. Enjoy your life.
1: Let let Mrs. Curry live. They seem to be... I I posted I saw not not posted I saw that somebody was like going in like it's these women jealous of her and I'm like well I don't know if we can go to that extreme but um I mean I think people got offended but I don't that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're jealous of her
0: yeah um
1: so it's just it's all kinds of battles and I'm just like guys I'm pretty sure she's just at home cooking because she has a finished <laughs> show, and she's really unbothered by all of this. And y'all going on and on and on. Like really just percent something productive.
2: It's funny. I actually <laughs> found out about it from a video that showed up in my Instagram Explorer, but shout, shout out to Instagram for this Explorer page. Sometimes I really hate it. Cause I feel like, I don't know where y'all, why y'all showing me this stuff for these people. I don't follow these people. I don't know these people, but I realize that it's like based on the people you follow, what they like, what they look at and they like filter all that into your stuff. Um, but I found out about it because she made a post with her daughter about what they were going to be cooking. And then I looked in the comment section. And, of course, somebody was saying, oh, I guess you're going to be cooking it uh, fully clothed. Or and I think it was like a nun outfit or something like that. And I was like, wait, what happened? So then, yeah,
1: people have to get last. <laughs> so, so people have a life. Floatus, our beloved Floatus on the track. The <laughs> first lady of the United States. Um, did a rap with um one of the guys from SNL and it was just to promote um going to college. And I thought it was really cool because unlike the Ben Carson rap, um, it was like a parody. It was it was exactly. meant to be funny. It wasn't exactly. meant to be exactly
2: that's the thing that When saying (laughs) Because again The comments I really try to stay away from comments But sometimes it's kind of You gotta read them right So one of the comments was like Oh Ben Carson has a rap too And everybody only likes it Because you know It's the first lady And yada 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 And it's like Well no this actually was done Pretty well She is You know Sending a message It's kind of like It's a satire right She's sending a positive message But she's also like Kind of laughing at herself which that's always that's typically can always be done right like ben carson was on some serious i what the dude said he was a a republican christian rapper, christian
1: christian rapper. it was so much like, what? It, was so it was it was a lot. And
2: this is this is his lane and his genre Don't take and like right,
1: Randall.
2: <laughs> yeah it's just like <laughs> bro, like that's not even you know what i'm saying like this dude really thinks all right keep it moving but Flotus came out with something that's positive it's in line with what she does she, you know what I'm saying? She promotes, uh, retire and getting children in college to go to college. And so she makes, uh, a, a, a parody of it in a rap. And honestly, the lyrics was actually, she shot, she shot it out the south side of Chicago like, off the t- off the top, like that was like one of the first lines, which I'm like, yo. And then of course, I feel like she did it in a way knowing that it would be a thing, knowing that people would talk about it, knowing that this would draw more attention to reach higher. More people are wonder why she's doing this rap. More people going to ask questions. Even more children are going to be, you know, she's going to connect to more children. She's going to uh, connect to more young people, and these this is these are the people that she's targeting for the reach higher program. I think it was done excellent and it just makes me love her even more really just appreciate how this administration has been really uh successful at connecting to the younger generation um to millennials uh, to who what, what's the name of the generation after us is there anybody generation after us yet why is it
1: Generation the, the, Xers?
2: the babies <laughs> But i just i think they've done such a great job at connecting with younger people and getting younger people involved with like political initiatives and political where like being politically aware and I was just I was super excited to see it I was I'm I watched excited. it last night yeah.
1: I, I, I thought it was cool but I just it's so interesting that they they given people the blueprint reach graphic and nope, the candidates aren't following I mean Bernie Sanders in a way is doing good the black trying to get the black vote i say he's to me doing the best job at it um right now but um, yeah it's it's just interesting that they've given the blueprint
2: yeah and and you you would you would think there was no no, no blueprint existed um i think in in everybody's own way um the They've tried to do something a little different, even in terms of like being a part of Twitter and tweeting, um, you know, tweeting what they're doing or tweeting facts about their campaign or tweeting about um, each debate. Like before the debate comes, people are posting Twitter saying, like, make sure you're watching and stuff like that. I think I guess they've taken those cues. Um, I also think that uh, President Obama and first lady Michelle Obama, I think being the there was a lot of light behind them being the first uh, black couple. Um, And I also think it was another light, a light behind them is because this is authentic to who they are. Right. So they they listen to hip. Yeah. They listen to hip hop music. They like fashion. They, they, you know, they have young daughters and so they want to be part of the culture as well. Like, so their favorite artists are some of our favorite artists. Like, I think that helps as well that they don't have to kind of try to, you know what I'm saying? They don't got to go, okay, so what's the new trend? Who was Kendrick Lamar? What's his last song? Okay, let's use that. It's like, nah, I actually heard that. I kind of went to go buy that, and <laughs> I like the song, so I don't mind working with it. Yeah.
1: So whoever the next Clotus is, I just I just whew, It's a lot. It's a, you got big shoes to fill. I don't think you I think it's gonna
2: be Do you call it F. Goldis? First Gentleman of the United States. Or first husband? Oh, you talking about um, F. Holdis Or I don't even know what do, I don't know. I it's don't funny know everybody's that been that. saying that. What are we gonna? Yeah, what are we gonna call?
1: Bill? He's already been. there.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like it's been maybe new to him. it's just gonna be. Yeah, I'm not not as new to him, but like his role, like what do we do? We call it the first general gentleman. One of my homegirls, she's like, it's gonna be the first. Dude. She's like, it's gonna be the first dude. We gonna call him when like Hillary Clinton yeah. It's gonna be the first dude. That's what we're gonna call it. Like, the first dude of the United States. What else do you call him? Like, the first husband? He's a former president. Like, I don't know. Former president of the United States. That's what we'll call it.
1: I'm just thankful for, you know, the fact that it's not going to be Ben Carson. And his, no shade to his wife. But we just can't go from shell. (laughs) We can't. And it's, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to say anything else because it's the offensive. You you are (laughs) trifling. Why am I trifling? You're
2: trifling.
1: No, I'm
2: not trying
1: No, You know what? I'm just... I'm going to be quiet. (laughs) I think she's a great lady. I just think that I'm talking about style and swag. She's just... she's not Michelle. I'm sure she possesses her own... And her own, She uniform. can probably rise to the... True. You know, don't they give you, like, stylists and stuff when you're going away? Yeah. She can probably...
2: She can probably rise to the occasion yeah. once they get there. We gonna say that. She's gonna rise to the occasion stylistically. Well, I,
1: I just don't want... Well, you know, I just don't want her husband there just for policy's sake. I don't think that we need him in office. So, altogether, I... You know, I respect Ben Carson. I think he's a great surgeon, politician. No, but you know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pushing Rubio is my dude for the GOP. If I had to pick somebody, so. Well,
2: the, the other crazy, the other thing um this week, which I'm, you know, I'm in love with these hashtags. Things it's so funny. Like hashtags are like they've been a thing, but a whole bunch of black Twitter has made like the the hashtag of the week. Um, I actually got this uh, this article I actually posted out of the the fifth the top 15 hashtags that black Twitter has made uh famous this year mm-hmm. but the the latest is stay mad Abby which is great. I'm always I, whenever there's a hashtag that's showing black people in a positive light, um, I love it, and I love that it comes and it, it's doing a lot for educating a lot of people as well. For you guys that don't know, um, <laughs> that the hashtag, uh, I even what I keep saying, um, uh, sorry guys, that the hashtag Stay Mad Abby comes from, what's it? What's her name? Her name is Abigail. I forget her last name. Um, but she she basically sued the university of tech abigail fisher that's her name abigail fisher she's suing the university of texas uh because she feels that she didn't get into the university because of affirmative actions because of affirmative action she believes that a lot of less lesser qualified black candidates got into the university over her because because of affirmative action and it's been a thing, I think it it it's it's what, maybe like a it's like a few years old, uh the lawsuit's a few years old and it she it was like I guess it, it didn't pass like the local court, so then it went state and like now it's at the Supreme Court. Um, this like the final stage is at the Supreme Court and she just believed and so there was a lot of people there was I was reading this one piece where they were doing like a lot of research and just saying that it's not because people were black, it's actually because she wasn't that qualified compared to the rest of the candidates in that were being accepted during that year, mm-hmm. which is actually a real thing. And a lot of people don't understand, like oftentimes you are judged based on the the caliber of the pool in that that year. Right. So I may have gotten into the university um, this year with a three point five GPA, but every year most universities raise their their admission standards. And so next year, a 3.5 may not even be considered. You might need like a 3.8. And so if I apply next year and most the average GPA of most of the candidates is a 3.8, guess what? If I don't have a 3.8, I'm probably not going to be looked at if, but for some other reason. One of the things with affirmative action um, that they look at Particularly the University of Texas, one of the things that they look at is not only just if you are black or a minority, but they also look at like your economic upbringing. So, like, what's your family income? What types of things are you involved in? Just because you're black, they don't say like, oh, you're black, so you get in under affirmative action. No, you still have to be qualified. But based on your your financial background, other things that you're involved in, you might not have to have a 3.8, maybe might accept a 3.7 or 3.6, still very qualified candidate. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. based on your individual economic background, that's going to say that hey you know what you probably did work a little harder than the the traditionally white kid that comes from a $250,000 family background and they have a 3.8 you guys honestly may be on the same level or you probably had to work a bit harder than than them considering that your your household income is $30,000 you know so it's one of those things that I, i'm glad it brings out um uh this this story and it allows people to start talking about it It really educates people too. Because one thing that happens a lot and that one of the pieces pointed out was that white women don't understand that they overlook the fact that affirmative action actually helps them as well. (laughs) Like it was for like a lot of things, affirmative action not only helps black people, but other minorities as well as women, because for so long our country was push towards and get towards white men. <laughs> so like, what are you not getting here? You know what I'm saying? This same affirmative action thing, like impacts you and, and people that look like you. And I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's really, it's like a crazy thing. And it's, it's crazy just in a sense that like somebody would think that, Oh, well the black people got in because I was because just because they're black and they weren't qualified at all. Like what? Come on, yo that's dumb yeah. completely dumb. but shout out to everybody that's been posting pictures of stay mad Abby. we see a lot of people that are posting their graduation pics uh i saw this one pic the well the last night of this couple that apparently is opening opening a new uh dentist office here they're both they um they both uh were are dentists and they're like in maryland somewhere um, they're both open. Uh, opening, a, they're a married couple, and they're opening a dentist office together um, somewhere here in Maryland. And they posted about it and it was like, stay mad, Abby, and I was just like, yo, that's dope because out of this thing that's very crazy and bizarre, you would wonder why in the world would somebody actually think that you know, just because you're black, you're just getting thrown into a school and you're just gonna make it. And you were unqualified. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. But all right. If you're ignorant enough to believe that, that's cool. But what we're going to do is we're going to take this thing and we're going to spend it and we're going to show you and the rest of the world that, hey, just stay mad. Because while you're staying mad, we're out here getting it. Like, and we probably weren't statistically going to be the ones that you thought were going to get it. But we're challenging your statistics and look at us now.
1: Yep. So shout out to the hashtag and continue to know the hashtag power. <laughs>
2: Trust me, they do. <laughs> they really do. We're in the hashtag world. That's what it's about. Hashtag you mad. Why you mad? Stay mad, Abby. <laughs> hey, folks, stay mad.
1: Well, that wraps up our scroll for this week. Stay tuned for our special guest and our main dish. Flutus on the track. Chicago, we all know we had to do overtime every night to make it tomorrow. And everyone can really make their dream true. Hey, kid, listen, and in Michigan, that could be
2: you. But a dream is just a dream unless you go, hard. Huh? I'll stop one at a time, here's a flow chart. Naturally, it won't happen magically, but you can change fantasy into reality so dramatically. If you want to fight crime, you should go to college. If you want to write around for your head with knowledge. If you want to steer a grass, don't go to college. But for everything else,
3: you should go
2: to college. Alright guys, so we are back for our main dish.
1: Main dish. Our main dish.
2: This is Lisa <laughs> coming to y'all from... Oh, Lisa with that It's Lisa, it's Lisa, it's Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, me, Lisa, me, Lisa, me. You got Where's
1: that coming from? Is that BZ?
2: You remember how like back in the day when people used to burn your CDs and they would do the whole... They would have like the whole... be a DJ in the background and he will be making you all these mixes. Bootlegs, so he used to be promoting himself.
1: DJ Randall's, DJ Randall's, DJ Randall's. Oh, yeah. One of my friends that made bootleg CDs, he three songs at the end of every CD he mixed for me. <laughs> and I was just like, "Last <laughs> time? You don't yeah. listen to it? I did. And he used oh, to clown about
2: the songs. Because
1: I was just yeah. like, what, what is
2: this? I remember that was, a, that was a big thing in high school. I used to always, there was some people that rap that I would listen to their, their songs. Other people, I would just get to see. And just like sit it in the bottom of a drawer or something. Like, I
1: don't, I'm not gonna to worse that. than people who make music make you listen to their music while present. Yeah, they present. Yeah, they like, right now, listen to it right now.
2: <laughs> you can't make a face. You can be like oh. <laughs> like,
1: oh yeah. It's so, this is, this is, this is, this is different from your last one. Right. You don't wanna right. lie. It's <laughs> good. You just gotta be like, yeah, this is you gotta, so different.
2: <laughs> you gotta compliment the production. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, like, I like the name man the name of the song fire Ooh, i ain't never heard a song called fire it made me feel mom inside <laughs> but anyway it's time for the main dish y'all let's get into this main dish we have um as you heard the third voice on the uh, we have a third voice here joining us at brunch culture and it's, it's my boy my homie um uh Young perfume just really doing his thing here in the DMV area, Mr. Luke Mon. Welcome, culture Man.
1: Welcome,
0: Luke. What's going on, guys?
1: I feel like I have to have some clapping hands in the background. Yeah,
2: (gasps) clapping, right?
3: (laughs) Thank thank you for having me. I'm a a definitely a fan of the podcast. Yeah, man. Catch up with all the episodes
0: and
3: and let Randall know when I agree or disagree. Yeah, (laughs) I agree, disagree.
2: Luke is one, definitely one of them people that we've having these like tech, these long text conversations about like the topics that we have. <laughs> which is nice, It's good. It's definitely dope though, man. Um, but of course, man, we just wanted to get you here and talk about uh your boy, the one and only Donald Trump, man. All this Donald, look yeah. your man, <laughs> dynamic Donald. Dumb, I'm saying, I'm <laughs> no, but of course, I mean, you know, we we kind of uh, Donald Trump statements recently about um, calling for a complete it, it says he called he's calling for Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what's going on. Of course, he said that and a whole bunch of other ignorant ignorant statement it's, it's ridiculous like it's kind of like wait is somebody really saying this um but i just kind of want to get your response man and just kind of see how you feel about it like what how did you take that were you just were you in, when you first heard it like were you in disbelief were you like you know what man this is this this is just like of course it's donald trump being donald trump like what would take well i
3: mean donald's like a character caricature like he's a. Uh I, I saw something that somebody was saying on, I think it was on like social media, on Instagram. They had said, like, Donald Trump is like the human form of, like, the, con- the comment section. Like he just <laughs> says everything that, this that you know, with computer screens, they really want to say. Mm-hmm. You right. know, I think that's been his campaign uh, with the GOP, uh, is that he just says mm-hmm. these ridiculous statements and... It's funny because you think that instead of like scaring people off, uh, people saying "All right, let me fall back," from whatever Dom- Donald was saying, they get more excited about it. And, um, right. So I think it, for a while, him and Ben Carson were like in this, like in like a team contest, a fishing contest. I don't know if I say that. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, no. Who good.
3: say the most? Who can say the most ridiculous statement? And I think he kind of like is out Ben Carson a little bit now. Um and he's just making these statements. But it's not even so it's not anything really unique to because you know, you know, just a couple months ago he was talking about, you know, Mexicans and uh right. he, was talking, he was he was making misogynistic comments during the debate. So right. I mean, it it's surprising but then at the same time it's not surprising like his comments.
2: Gotcha. You feel like you feel like 'cause I kinda of feel like he does this. Just to troll America. I feel like he's definitely, this entire campaign, I feel like he plays off with that idea that like um, all all media, all press is good press. Uh, So no matter if Mm -hmm. they're talking about you in a negative way, it's good because it continues to like your story. I feel like he is the mastermind behind doing that. And that's what this entire, well, no, I think this is what his entire, his entire tactic during this campaign is like, you know what? As long as I say some crazy talking, that's what's going to keep my numbers going up.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think, um, it's funny too, because, um, he's, to, to a lot of the, you know, to a lot of, and even not even GOP, some of the independent voters as well, like his, this bravado that he has, they kind of like, um mistake that for, for, uh, for strength, uh, which is, I think, one of the biggest critiques that, those that the voters have for like President Obama, because they said, they, they don't they they always like to say that he's leading from behind. Um, and so when they see Donald Trump make these like outlandish statements and, and get up there, because he does a good thing where he just says he's holding, he says numbers, and he'll say it with so much confidence, even though how ridiculous it, is, it sounds, right. if people believe him. Exactly. Like You know, him and Ben Carson was saying, um, you know, after September eleventh, they saw thousands and thousands. Now, that statement is it's thousands and thousands. That's a lot of people. Exactly. But he's like thousands and thousands of Muslims in New Jersey, you know, celebrating after 9-11, and he just put it out there, and people are like, wait, hold on, what? And he'll say these statements, and he doesn't really, like, he don't even fact-check himself. He just says something. Right. I don't
2: know. He actually has- he actually said this one thing it was he was like 25 percent like 25 percent of mosques in um in the u.s that are known to be uh violent and and known to like promote like uh the war the the, like terrorists have terrorist mindsets and terrorist values and things like that and i was like bro where does that come from like there's and I, i i remember going and trying to do like my own I was like, wait, I, somebody has done if this is true, like, somebody said this before Donald Trump, like, we can't he can't just be breaking the news, like, nobody's ever tried to do this, you know what I'm saying, and like yeah, nothing came up, I mean, Wikipedia didn't have this, and it's like, alright, Donald Trump like, <laughs> not Wikipedia <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: That's and that's
3: my critique of a lot of other GOP you know, candidates as well um, you know, buying the nominations that he said these statements before, and nobody's really taken, you know, the lead and saying, okay, I mean, just recently, like they said, oh, and Donald, you, you, you've gone too far, but that's all they've done, and, and nobody's really said, you know, why this is a bad thing, because, you know, you're marginalizing a whole religion of people and saying, oh, you can't come to this country, and I think they comes from, like, a, 1% of of our faith, and then, 2 I mean, I, I, you know, let me preface this by saying, you know, I'm a I'm a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm not a conservative. I'm not really like going light on them, but um like they this has been like their like uh a, like a M O. Like um they're not really they're not that tolerant of people that are different from them.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: um Ted Cruz, I believe, also made a similar statement. He didn't put it as, as, as you know, as harsh work as Donald Trump, but he was saying that he thinks that, you know, Moss should be surveillance here in the U.S.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: and he also he also had something about, like, you know, doubling down on, like, immigration. The Syrian refugee was a big thing. You know, right. who we let over? I so was just letting over um, Christian Syrian refugees. I so was just letting over Muslim refugees. Um, and so these are all, like, you know, their stances on people that look different, from them. and the same goes with you know it's not limited to just Muslims, uh, just uh, uh, the brown people, Mexicans, you know, and they're blaming mm-hmm. them for economic problems that we um, that we face in the U.S. You know, they're taking our jobs, uh, you know, a lot of tax money is going into this, uh, just a whole list of different things, just to kind of like criminalize and vilify um, the other, the other, the other in this cases. People right. that don't look like the typical, you know, middle America white family.
1: Right. And what I don't understand about this whole thing in relationship to what happened in California is that mm-hmm. the, the guy who actually committed the crime was a U.S. citizen. He was born in the U.S. So I don't understand right. why that was necessarily the response because it's like, well, he's a U.S. citizen, born and raised in the United States. So what do we, why did we jump to that conclusion for this? What wow, was solution for this? Right, <laughs> and, and
3: one of the things that Hillary kind of warned about too, she was like, you know, this is the wrong way to go about it because what happens is that you're starting to feed into, you know, the ISIS narrative, or ISIL, or these other terrorist groups and do these bad things. Because in, in essence, they want to claim that Islam is, out of the West is at war with Islam. So. um, they start to say, okay, well, look how they're treating. So, you know, you have these ones that are born-type treating. And they say, okay, well, look how they're treating y'all. They're not, um, they're not, um, they say, look how they're treating y'all. They, they're treating y'all like second-class citizens over here in the country. So, y'all should have a reason to to fight fight them, uh, whatever the reason is, you know. Right. So, it feeds that, it feeds um the, m- yeah.
1: the uh, radical um, sector. Right. And I think it's important for people to know just as like there's various denominations and um the Christian faith, there's various well I don't think I don't think it's called it denominations in Islam, but there's various sects of um of Islam. So like, you know, I, I don't know how it is, but I know like the nation of Islam is way different than, you know, someone in the middle that practices um Islam and then even the those in the Middle East, there's, it's split up into different, um, different ideologies.
3: And I and I can, um, Hillary Clinton and uh, President Barack Obama for you know taking a stance and saying we're not going to use the term Islam when they you know they describe you know this this, this radical idea of like what the terrorists are doing because that's important, like. When people start to associate Islam and radical Islam and radical, they they make a, a connection between they, they don't know how to separate them because those those particular words um, matter. So I commend uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, President uh, President Barack Obama for, you know,
1: stepping out saying
3: we're not gonna when we talk about, you know, this radical idea, radical fundamentalist ideas which I also have a problem with the word fundamentalist too, that we're not going to use the word or Islam and radical Islam together because both words matter and so a lot of people like again to these people in middle America and I use that when I try to like talk about what conservatism is, is that they don't have a relationship with Muslims so they start to associate these ideas together so they associate Islam and radicalism and they think that okay these well, people who are doing this stuff are devout are they they're practicing Islam more in a way um, it's not necessary so um, it. is I'm trying to think of a way to you know kind of like articulate it, it describes by making that by by omitting the word Islam in there it starts to separate okay what what they're doing has nothing in itself to do with the religion and right. that's important I think of,
0: general
2: American, overall American public to to start to make that distinction as well. Mm -hmm. It definitely is one of those things that we don't we, we, we oftentimes don't think about how important language is and how important and how much it means for someone. Like when you say something, you say it a certain way and then you hear it in another realm, your mind automatically connects to the first time it was introduced to you. Um, and, and, and I was definitely a person early, like, I mean, it's the same thing. Like it, it really is not, you know, what you say, how you say it's not a different, it's not that big of a deal. But I, I realized, especially in, in more recent years that making those types of distinctions Really does it for a person that is not going to go and do research for a person that may not be, you know, that that socially aware or politically aware, you know, you just go off base of like headlines and what the headlines say. So if the headlines always say this one thing, when you start to engage in a conversation with somebody, you're going to feel like, oh, I know it because I read like 12 different headlines and they all said Islam terror so that, you know, the terrorist group they're all, they're all a part of the, they're all a part of Islam. Like everybody, so I, I, I've i just, in recent years, even for myself, um, and I realized too that a lot of people, it's that very same thing. Like you have to, you have to make those type of like language uh, distinctions because what you say really does matter and how you say it really does matter. And the, the way that media pushes stuff is like extremely important. It definitely is. Yeah, our
1: generation has a, we all paint, well, not all, but a lot of people paint with a broad brush, so they don't know how to. A lot of things in life are. Green. A lot of people see things in black and white, so it's like right. it's exactly, it's, and it's it's very hard for people to separate um, different things um, in in faith, especially. Right. Um, and so, when you're already kind of when you already have fear and anger, you kind of you can easily be swayed because you're already right. emotional and right. not, you're not allowing yourself to say, hold on, let me think about this rationally. Like, let me make the distinction. So when we're emotional, we kind of go with whatever the media feeds us. Absolutely. And, whatever and the crazy thing
0: is,
3: on. and the crazy thing is too, is that that's how, you know, these groups work. Those, how those terrorist groups work, like Qaeda and Isis and Isil and Boko Haram, they, they, they build on the fear and, um, I guess, miseducation of the people, they work like a game. And so, you know, they take these groups these, 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 these typically kind of like flourish in really poor areas where, you know, people are, they're void people's lives, they're devoid of like spiritual education, a family, or something, a money, or those type of things. And then all people, you know, there's kind of like this misguided, let me void in your life, they don't understand because a lot of these people are illiterate, they can't go and read scripture for themselves. And then they just pull them in, and so it, it spreads. And I think, um, I think I was going to a podcast that made a Rachel Maddow show the other night, and they were making a um, call like radicalization and you know, what, they, what they call the entire ghettoization. And the um, same thing as how gangs and stuff work here in America, like you know, the Crips and Bloods, and places like um, Oakland, like California, and Compton, Oakland, and those types of areas. They, they, they feel these voids in people's lives, and then once people feel like they belong to a group, they become really fervent about their group, or really like, uh, you know, this is their group, this is their family, and then they try to start spreading and spraying other people in it. So it's definitely a, a, it's a, like a cancer, a sickness with that type of stuff. That mentality is too. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
2: y- yeah. I'm glad you actually put it, you, I'm glad you explained it in a way, because I think that is it's something, it's one of those things that people just hearing it that way again people don't realize that when i say this could be because i think when you think about terror you you know you think about you know what this these are people that are so foreign to us and oh these people were born this way or oh you know since they were like five you know people have been teaching them this and and it's crazy too because i remember about there was, there was like this guy and this girl it was last year maybe 2013 that were stopped in like the New York Airport, and they were actually trying to go to go join, and it became it was a huge thing for me because I read like two different articles on it, and I was just like, "Man, like I didn't, you know, I wonder what makes them get to that point." Um, and and it just made me, as you were explaining, you know how how a lot of things spread and how you get more people just kind of to join that movement um it just makes me it makes me realize like dang you know what really they are playing off of people's fears they are playing off the need of a lot of people or you know the lack thereof of a number of people much like a lot of games work because a lot of people you know want to be affiliated with something that's bigger than themselves i think that's just something that's innate inside of every human being we all want to be a part of something so that's why you have you know when people join an organization or when people are like you know i I am a part of like, I don't know, the American Kansas Society It's like, all I wear is that I have a bumper sticker. I got the shoes. I got the socks. I got the underwear. It's like, I just go 10 times harder because everybody wants to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. And so if you have people that are like, they don't have much and they have a lot of, there's like a lot of voids in their life and somebody feels that void. They, they, you know, it's like, wait, I'm, I'm done for this and I'm willing to do anything to make sure that I can keep this feeling of belonging, if you will. So that's, and that's, then um,
3: you, then, then when you, when you tie in like religion and, you know, like the idea of like eternal life, it's like, oh, well, you know, if I got to do what I got to do here to get to, you know, you know, the, the next place after this, the next place after this, you tie in that, that ultimate, ultimate ultimate religion is, you know, people's purpose on earth. but When you tie in that, people definitely go, you know, go a lot harder. They go harder in the thing than 100, or do the key to say it
2: so (laughs) 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 so with, with that with that being said man is there ever how do you i guess like what what really is your um your feeling towards being um american and also being a muslim and then having to look at like american media and seeing all of these people make you know these outlandish comments about uh your faith and your in your, your beliefs do you ever feel like extremely i'm sure you feel extremely annoyed but do you ever feel like you know what i wish they would just, just do this and that would like resolve you know the way people see muslims in, in in america or i wish people would stop doing this and that that would be um, a way to really like change the narrative and change the rhetoric about, you know, the perception of Muslims in America. I guess an important thing to kind of, from
3: like I was saying too, I think I was looking at and maybe the other day. Uh, we just number, they say that the Muslim population um, in America is like 1%. I think it might be a little bit bigger than 1%. Like, I think it's arguable, like, what groups they're polling, they, you know, talking to African American as a Muslim and I think kind of overlook it sometimes mm-hmm. um, but they say 1% and so for a majority you know, get to get back to it The majority of Americans know a lot of Muslims so right. when they when they look at the news or they look at the media or they look at you know either the of so, you know like Obronica, and you know, okay, you know ISIS and ISIL and obviously those other groups is that is their own interaction, our engagement, you know, for say, a um, lack like thereof with a Muslim. With so they kind of like take those and, you know, kind of like the best everyone it is. And, right. uh, it's kind of like I can compare it to something, compared to something. The United States It's like a relationship with black people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the media is kind of like, you know, it's kind of image of like, you know, black people are, you know,
0: criminals
3: or their thugs or they over-sexualized black women or over- also over-sexualized black men. Um, and so that's the only perception that they get of a, what they see on the wire is what they think black people are like in real life unless they actually know a black person, actually, actually know a black professional, or a black doctor, or a black engineer, a black architect, or those types of things. So right. they kind of get this boom this fed a similar type of you know, um, uh, perception of people who are Muslim and people who subscribe to this faith, And so, um, when the media starts to, it's, it's kind of like hard for me to look at because they have come up that they like, you know, I was looking at some report too the other day. I like seeing this, like, you know, some, they've been triggered lately, but i normally <laughs> like that. um, but, um, also portray the picture so it's, it's coming from two sides so I kind of feel like I'm in the middle sometimes you know like you have this group who's just trying to really like use power and control and the sword and violence to and say oh this is representative of Islam and then you have you know western media which says oh this is also the representation of Islam and then you have like these this representative population in the middle which is us, us oh but well, it's not us On other Muslims around the world who don't, you know, subscribe to violence and whatever it is and terrorism, and say, "Oh, yeah, it's not us either." So it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard place to be in. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that um, most Americans um, don't think critically about, you know, understanding like we can't paint you use such a broad brush to paint Mm -hmm. individuals because, say, as a me as a christian i wouldn't want people to judge christianity based on white supremacy
3: right
1: you know and i think that in dealing with other faiths um especially islam we shouldn't we should not um judge every muslim based on a radicalized version just like mm-hmm. we wouldn't want our faith based on i surely don't want people to judge me based on um, white supremacists that base their faith their, they would say they're Christians you know they would be the radicalized version of Christianity um, in a sense um, and I think we should keep that in mind and also note that if we start putting all of these um, restrictions on one group we inadvertently put it on ourselves because if we are a country that is that we are able to have freedom of religion we we have to critically think about that.
2: Absolutely. And of course that's not something that happens.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I also think like sometimes, you know, better than like critical of, like Americans, when I say Americans, I mean general Muslim or not, like we kind of have like um what we call like historical amnesia and we don't really like remember all the facts. And so like when we start talking about like because I hear people say this all the time, and I like history, so I like to research history. That was one of my favorite subjects in school, um, where they say, well, you know, this is a... They say they don't want, you know... Islam to come over here, because this is, a, this is another, you know, snippet of, like, this Donald Trump supporters segment on CNN.
0: They
3: say, because this is a Judeo-Christian society... Um, Judeo-Christian nation. And, you know, if they really, like, study these founding fathers, I think they have like a list of like seven. Out of that seven, only one of them was Christian. And I think his name was um, what was his name? I think it was like John Jay or something. Um, the other ones, uh, the other majority of them were deists. So you have like Thomas Jefferson, and, uh, Benjamin Franklin and James Madison who didn't subscribe to Christianity at all. Um, and so they subscribed to this idea of like, you know, the supreme being um, and they wanted to keep that out of the Constitution, and they wanted to keep that out of, um, even in, like the Declaration of Independence where it says, you know, all men are created equal, uh, something like that about, um, from the Creator, endowed with certain inalienable rights. That was a second revision of it because the original statement didn't really have that much focus on God. Um, so, and that the whole, you know, the, 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 the idea of like practicing religious freedom was so bad. because uh, you know you had the pilgrims, pilgrims come over here who were um, um seeking um refuge like persecution from from mm-hmm. Britain and um those those sets of Christians started to um persecute people who weren't Christians. And so once they started to develop the constitution, they said, Okay, well, we're gonna have a nation which says, Okay and then I'm trying to trying to simplify it. Uh, we're gonna have a nation who doesn't subscribe to a faith so that everybody can feel um, uh, feel the feel the uh, they can feel that right to say, Okay, well this is the, the faith or this is what I want to practice here in America and I don't have to worry about somebody killing me or torturing me because we're not believing in the same thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
3: So I think, and then a lot of people don't really like realize that, you know, you know, granted the, the nation that we live in now, a majority of Christian. so we have a lot of Christian values, a lot of Jewish values, but I want to, you know, practice again too. I'm not at, at odds with Islam. Um, uh, Because we,
0: uh,
3: as a Muslim, we see these three faiths as under one umbrella. We call it the Abrahamic faiths. A lot of our values are the same. But, you know, again, this is like, because people don't know this type of stuff, they just feel like we're the other. Uh, What are they, you know, who they believe in? Like, who are y'all worshiping? Uh, Who is, you know, uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him? Who are these people? And we don't know these people, so y'all. Obviously,
2: have to be doing something different from us, and this has to be at odds with what we believe in. Right, right, right. I think, I think it definitely (laughs) is. I don't know. It's so, it's so, it's so frustrating. And then again, you have to. I think what the one thing I'll say to everybody is to, you know, to examine yourself to to check your own self and check your own bias, because like prior to moving here, and I've kind of spoke. I think I've spoken. To, I've spoken to actually both of you guys about that um, prior to moving here. My, I, I really felt like in in a number of ways I was sheltered, and that one of the the major ways is that I never had anybody um, of a, of another faith that I considered like a friend, um, somebody that I felt like comfortable enough to share stuff with and to talk with, and 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 move into this area. Um, I met you know two people and that were like really open to talk candidly about their beliefs and 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 you know they both were muslim um and just kind of talking about their experience and then sharing my experience and it it, it kind of and I, I wasn't of course I was never like you know like really crazy um conservative in that way so maybe that has something to do with it but i still feel like there are a lot of things i was just ignorant on i just really didn't understand it i didn't have never wanted to understand i was like you know i don't really care like whatever it is what it is and so talking to someone and really trying to understand a lot of values that are very similar a lot of things that are shared a lot of things that it's like oh wait okay so wait you know what this and just kind of like killing a lot of those ignorant, you know, thoughts that you mm-hmm. get from not knowing and just hearing what the media says or hearing what the general population thinks about, you know, this one group of people and being able to to say, well, nah, you know what? That's not that's not what I believe and 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 this is not what my experience is with A Muslim person, just the same way, you know, as you were saying, like people have to do it's kind of like the same thing with black people. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, you have this perception of what being black is or what it means to Mm -hmm. be black. And then when you meet somebody that's black and it's like, wait, all y'all don't like play basketball, all y'all don't like fried chicken and watermelon, all y'all don't listen to rap music, all y'all don't talk ratchet. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. Wait, I now I'm connected to it, so now I really have to check myself, and that's the kind of the, that's one of the things that we definitely wanted to do. You know, with talking to you and having you on, which is kind of like get people a, a sense of, get people to understand a sense of like, you know, whatever you're whatever you're saying in the media, like you know, listen to it, but take it with a very, uh, very much so with a grain of salt, because if you don't have somebody, if you aren't connected to someone that's Muslim, if you don't have you know people in your life that can kind of check you check you and just like help you understand that yo it's not like some you know foreign thing it's not like all these people just like i i feel like the way that donald trump and and the media sometimes even mm, you know cnn can be a little <laughs> lately they yeah, yeah. Yeah, been been have been having a few issues <laughs> but like you literally would think that people are are born with is like the Quran just like has a manual inside that says, this is how you create a bomb and you strap it to yourself and you blow somebody. Right. up. It's just like, right. guys, like, that's not real. Like <laughs> Nope. That's not even a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the freak are you talking about? Um, with all these, like the ways that people couple, um, just it's like oh well Muslims do this and then all Muslims do this and and then I think too the, in the, in the sake of CNN trying to get people to be then trying to be fair and allow people to to make their own statements. I feel like when they have these crazy behind people that's on there that are so conservative and they say this dumb stuff like, Oh, well, we need to we need to screen the Muslims when only the Muslims when they come in and they're like, Oh, I think the commentator, she was like, Well, you don't think we need to screen the Christians that come in? No, it's a proven fact that the Muslim in the in the mosque, they they teach this, they teach this. Even those peaceful ones, they teach they teach this same Guys, come on, man. This is stupid. <laughs>
3: I'm just trying to figure out, like, how would that work though? Like, how are you going to be at the airport? You just going to say, oh, are you Muslim or Christian? Like, what kind of test are you going to get somebody? And people can lie. Like, are you going to give them support? They're going to give them support, a box. They're going to check
2: the box. That, that's what it is. You know how to get some things. Like, check your race. They're going to check the box. So what's your belief? We're going to off the box. That's what we're going to call it. It's the just most- a
1: lack of critical thinking in our country. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's like,
2: what are, you, what are you doing?
1: And you have to get to know people. I mean, in all, in all you know, of our major religions Christianity Judaism and 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 Islam there are you know major differences but the differences mm-hmm. on the news aren't the differences that are the differences <laughs> right. right you, you have to know it. them personally and and actually study you know for um people who practice judaism they have to get to know a christian and actually study christianity to know the differences Mm -hmm. between christianity and judaism and vice versa with christians and islam and islam and christians islam and um judaism but you you can't base it off of 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 news reporters rhetoric that's not how you even navigate conversations (laughs) with people that are different
2: it's so crazy. The craziest thing is like, it's so simple that you would think that everybody would get it. it's like, you can give us just the three of us, you can give the three of us the same book, and we can read it. And we're, you're probably going to get three different perceptions of what that book was about, right? Because we're going to all focus mm-hmm. on the things that we like, or, you know, the things that stood out to us, like, And it's like, so do you really think that just because one person is a part of this group of people that they all think the same? I mean, we can't even get all Christians to think the same thing. Like, I can't even get, like, even people within one church to think, you know, all the same thing. Like, we all have our own opinions and thoughts. So it's just like, how stupid are you to think that, you know, this... The stuff that you're saying about all these people, we gonna check all these people, and it's just yeah, it's it's real, it's real stupid. They gonna have, they gonna get people off the, they gonna get people off the plane and be like, all right, look, I'm gonna give you this form, and if you check the Muslim box, then we sending you over in this line. Like what? So what if I don't check no box? Like then what? What is that? You know, and I
1: guess it's double. It's it's it's, it's more on you, Lutmon, because you're African American and a Muslim. So they already do that to us as African Americans. Yeah. And, I and then I guess you
3: want to, I guess I didn't want to say too that my experience is, is, is going to be a little different than, uh, you know, some of my, my you know, Arab Muslim brothers and sisters, are South, Southwest Asian brothers, so people from like Pakistan and India and places like that. Like my experience is going to be different from theirs because, again, like with me, I may not be visibly Muslim. You know, you might see me a black man walking down the street and, you might think, hey, well, he's a Christian or something like that. Or he, you know, I'm, I'm not Muslim, but it may be a little bit more noticeable with them, so they may get, you know, a larger front end of like, you know, prejudice and or what have you, prejudice that's associated with kind of like the climate that's, that's you know, this climate that's been created by, by um, you know, um, uh, terrorist attacks and by like the, the, the way that uh, Islam is portrayed in the media, so. And then, and then with that too, like with that being said, like you know, sometimes bias and prejudice is not always nefarious. Sometimes people don't know this, you know, there's like implicit bias and explicit bias.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we could be black people can be biased against other black people and not even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like you know, that's why people like statements like what Donald Trump made. It's it's kind of like it's very toxic because you know, it starts to create these ideas or so you can be a really good person and say, well, I, you know, I have no I have no problem with Islam and then, you know, subconsciously fed, like these narratives about how terrible this religion is or how terrible the people who subscribe to this faith are. And that comes out in your actions or it comes out in the legislation. Right. And just imagine if, if Donald Trump actually became... The, <laughs> he got a nomination. Then became the president.
2: Well, that's like, not going to happen. So that's not. What a kind of <laughs> what kind of
3: power he can wield is out of fear. You know, you tell you 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 feed people that they're enough that you should be afraid. You should be afraid. You should be afraid. Should be afraid. Then yeah. then they start doing anything. And 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 the thing about it is not only Muslims should be concerned, but all. You know minorities in this country. That's a you know um, brown people, Mexicans, um, Asian people. I don't know how to say this word. L B. How's it? LGBT. Like you yeah, know. LGBT. Um, <laughs> like everybody who isn't you know in the majority or who is considered you know other outside of you know the you know what 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 middle of conservative America looks like because. If you can start passing legislations because of fear and you can feed anybody any type of propaganda, and you know conditions can change very quickly in this country you
2: know for the worse so absolutely, absolutely well, man look bro we definitely 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 appreciate you taking some time out to join brunch culture and just talk about it, man I think it's everybody has heard about it, um everybody knows, but I think it's one of those things too that. <laughs> As um, amongst young professionals, we have to keep talking about these things. Sometimes we find ourselves being surrounded by, you know, people that look like us or that share things. You know, we share the same like values, particularly when it comes to religion. I feel like, you know, it was two things that people always say, you know, you don't talk about like politics and religion. And I feel like really when it comes to like religion and your faith it's usually a very very sensitive topic so people kind of like shy away from doing it and so thank you so much man for just being willing to come on brunch culture and talk about mm-hmm. you know your thoughts and and just in response to what's going on with donald trump because like it or not he is the front runner for uh the republican party and so you it's know so
1: unfortunate i we need candidates for christmas
2: you know i mean lisa y'all y'all need to be writing to santa and say look santa (laughs) like
1: i mean i don't know actually that was (laughs) yeah we need (laughs) new candidates for christmas i'm gonna be i think rubio would be a good one but he just can't get any donald trump is sucking all the air out of everything (laughs) he's sucking up all the breath
2: he's like the reality Donald Trump is proof that like reality TV still has power that's what I feel like if it wasn't for reality TV we wouldn't have Donald Trump I mean that's just my personal belief like if nobody created all these reality shows I blame love and hip hop I blame the whole Housewives franchise
1: you need to write um, Mona Scott Young a letter
2: yeah, I'm writing her. I'm writing Andy Cohen. What's all these other stuff? I, I even blame the Mary Mary show if y'all weren't having all this drama on here. People would not want to see this crap from Donald Trump. Like, it just wouldn't be happening. But, Luke, man, let us know. I did want to say, though, um, that I think also, like, um, a lot of discussion
3: was, you know, um, focused on, like, you know, like media perception about. Islam, but it also is incumbent upon like Muslims. Muslims here in America and Muslims worldwide to also kinda of like, you know, we gotta to, we got to because people don't understand and they're not always gonna take the initiative to go understand and pick up a book about Islam, we have to show them through our actions. So we have to tell them stories about how compassionate Prophet Muhammad was, peace be upon him, to to people, um, you know, from anything as small well as like, you know, animals and plants, how those how those were his teachings and how he warned us against, you know, following into extremes and extremism and how we are supposed to stand up for the oppressed. So, like, you know, especially, like, you know, things that are going on here in America outside of, you know, outside of the bubble of, you know, the, the current situation with, you know, with terrorism. We have, you know, police brutality and stuff like that. And, you know, the Quran tells us that we're supposed to stand up for the oppressed and we're supposed to advocate these people. So those are all things that are incumbent upon People who subscribe to this faith to do, and once we start to change the narrative um, here in America and say, "Oh, well, you know, look at the Muslims out there, you know, look at the sisters out there with the hijabs on, the head starts and that starts to change perception. So, like, we can't always wait for somebody to do it for us. We have to start doing it for ourselves. So, I just wanted to, you know, also add that in there as something that
2: we have to also have to start doing in this country. Dope, man. Proactivity—that's what it's about, man. You just gotta. Look here, they ain't never going to want it. You got to give it to them. So I, I definitely, like we said, man, thank you so much for joining Brunch Culture, man. And we look forward to having you on. Again, man, we got some more stuff that we got to talk about. So we have to definitely invite you back on so we can talk about some other things. We've been doing, we've been talking about this whole, uh this HBCU thing for a minute, man. So we just want to, you know, get it right.
3: Shout out to the family. Shout out to the I knew it was coming. People and m University. Hi, this the I, my, I definitely love my school, so I would I would be thrilled <laughs> to come back and talk about to talk about fan So
2: <laughs> Alright man, thanks Luke, bro. <laughs> Alright,
3: no problem. Talk to you guys later.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. It may not mean nothing to y'all understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this forever, mind, never mind, never mind I shut down in the mall It's selling that girl, she the one for me And I ain't even planning the call right now we're in our toast to roast
2: toast or roast
1: you know i always say toast, toast. to roast and i realized that it should be toast or roast yeah so roast. you know i i'm having a bit of an issue with grammar yes it's okay oh it's
2: all right you're just okay. getting some work in the title that's okay
1: What seventh grade i said no sixth grade my english teacher was like you need to i said i'm not gonna use in real life <laughs> uh, how stupid was I? Wow. Um, uh, <laughs> guess you got the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Tom was really awkward. Anyways, um, <laughs> so Randall, he gonna kick it off with our roast.
2: Um, this week I am roasting. these chicks I can't even believe that this was real when I saw this on social media I actually thought I was like you know what this this has to be a joke so two black women are supporting Donald Trump um What's Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson? That's their names. I'm toasted. I'm roasting to them. I'm roasting. I'm sorry. I said toast. Roasting to them. I'm roasting them this week because this don't make no sense. And it's not because they're black and they're supporting Donald Trump. If they were, if if you want to be black and you want to support Donald Trump, you're, it's a free country. You can support whoever you want to. Absolutely. If you believe the things that Donald Trump believes, then support him. I have nothing against that. What I do have something against. Is these two black women getting on here and acting really like two clowns, like two fools? Like they're they're known as the stump for Trump girls. That's what they do. They get on the videos, the two particular videos I saw, they were at a campaign. Now, I'm gonna set this up for you guys if you haven't seen it, and we'll actually post it to the Brunch Culture page. Um, so it's these two ladies. Donald Trump is to the If you're watching the videos to the left of them, if you were them, to them, he has his hands like clasped, you know, together. He's looking at them, shaking his head and like smiling. And they're behind the podium and
1: this is going to be our next president. I support Donald J. Trump. He is the best.
2: And it's like they're yelling, they're screaming, they're jumping up and down. They apparently they're YouTube stars. So they have YouTube videos where they do the same thing. One of the ladies, while they're recording one video that I saw, one lady is, like, eating. She, like, picks up a jug and, like, drinks out of the jug while they're recording the video. It's, like, every stereotype that one would have of a black woman being loud and rambunctious and, you know, over over the top and just really cutting. I mean, they literally are on-camera cooning. Like, they are cutting up. And we support Donald Trump. And it's like, yo, if you support Donald Trump, that's fine. But if Donald Trump, even with everything that he says, you don't see him jumping up and down. You don't see him getting out of pocket. He keeps a certain level of like composure, composure and decorum. The same for his daughter, the same for his son, the same for his wife, like all of these people. When they say that they support Donald Trump and they endorse Donald Trump, they do it in such a way that you 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 believe what they're saying. Right. They want people to be respected. But y'all to get y'all black A's on here and y'all flip out and like y'all hooting and hollering and jumping up and down. And it's like, I'm sure the check is nice. I'm sure the check is lovely. But like, is it worth that? Like. It, just because you're black, I'm not saying that you can't support Donald Trump. If you support Donald Trump, then that's your thing. Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Whatever. But that can be your thing. I have no problem against that. But like, you have to do it in a way. And that's the thing that, to me that makes me say, yo, this is clearly for money. He probably didn't ask them to act like that, but he probably said, you know, we, we want you to be passionate. We want you to be believable. And so they start hopping and bopping and, and hollering about how they love Donald J. Trump and he is going to be the next president. And it's like, you guys, like, clearly you're only doing this for the check. Like, this is not. I don't even know who, who would believe this. And the thing that frustrates me the most, of course, I'm looking at the back. I'm looking at the the people in the audience behind them. And it's just kind of like the people in the audience are like, this is how they act. Yep, this is how they act. We got two black women that support them. And this is exactly how we expect black women to do it. We expect them to be, you know, jumping up and hollering and hitting their hands down and recording a video while they're eating and smacking. Mm-hmm, girl. Yeah, we do it. Like... How would you, this is, uh, it, it was so, <laughs> I was even, I was shocked. Like a lot of things don't shock me nowadays, really don't. Like you can probably tell me the worst, the worst stuff. And I'll be like, oh, I mean, you know, it's sad or it's bad, it happened, but I'm not shocked. But when I saw this video, I was like, this has to be a parody. This has to be a joke. Please tell me SNL. This is like something that SNL did and like cropped the video together. But no, these are two real ladies And you guys are embarrassed, and I don't know who your children are, I don't know who your family is, but somebody needs to sit you down and have a serious conversation with you and probably slap you a couple times because, like, this don't make no sense. Like, if nobody else in the campaign is doing that, you shouldn't be doing it either. So I am roasting you two clowns this week because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I've
1: seen the video, and it's just... It's not even funny. It's just like it's sad. It's disturbing. Yeah. So um, I'm roasting. um, No, I'm not doing a roast. I'm doing a toast to Randall for um, his um, highlight Mm -hmm. in the Nova magazine. Um, He won an award. I don't know what the what the exact of the award. What was the name of the award?
2: It was the Student Life Achievement Award for Alumni of the Year.
1: Yes. And they had yeah. um, a, a spread in the magazine, no, it wasn't a, it was like, would you call that a spread?
2: Yeah, it was, it was yeah. like a two-page, it was like a two-page spread of yeah. of my my life story and my journey. And
1: he was on the picture with Floatus, you know, my fashion <laughs> idol. Yeah. And if you don't know, he actually opened up well I'm talking about opened up like it was a show. He actually <laughs> introduced uh Floatus during his time at the White House. And I'm very, very proud of Randall, um, because he went um to to DC and he got the internship. I don't think you even knew that you had it when you moved there, did you? No. No. Uh, and you nope. got it and you were really excited and I I watched your journey and watched you work hard um at the White House and to get that, um, to be noticed for your achievement, for working hard and for your commitment to public service, I think is dope. And, um, I love it. And I'm really, really proud of you. And I just want to toast to you and your success.
2: Oh, thank you. you know, that, I mean, it means a lot. It's so, the, the amount of love, I, I thank you for, for supporting me and all of my craziness, <laughs> especially when I have a million and ten things to do. And I'm like, Lisa, can you record at midnight? Can you record at six in the morning? Can you record here? Like, thank you for being there for that. But yeah, it is, it's crazy. The amount of support and love that I've gotten, um, through social media, but as well as people actually like, that are actually in my life and people <laughs> taking the time out to, to show that love. It's incredible. It really is crazy. Cause I remember doing an interview and I hadn't, I was supposed to get like a transcript of what they were going to write. And so I can approve it. And it was, I did this interview. I did like four interviews within like a week saying, and so I remember it kind of all became a blur. I remember reading some and not reading other ones, but when I saw this, and I actually saw the article, and I was like, I mean, the, like the, the the coverage and reading the story, and I was just, I like took a moment, and I was just like, man, God, thank you, because like it's so weird, because I feel like in life sometimes we just go, 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 and you might appreciate the moment, but like when somebody, you know, months later, kind of reminds you of this, and you're just like, dang, man, and this even just kind of reading your own my own story and journey, I'm like wow, this is, I mean, this sounds like somebody that's really special. And here I am trying to like go to the gym because I feel like I need to stop eating so dang much. And like, it's like, oh, y'all think I'm special, huh? So special that I can't stop eating. <laughs> no, nah, but thank you so much. yo. I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate the love and support. And yeah, we doing this thing, yo. We we. One thing I appreciate about brunch culture and I appreciate about our friendship is that we can both be great together you are doing great things and i'm trying to do great things and like we are great together it's amazing
1: amen support to put your friends Yes. make sure you highlight their victories um, yes because so many people don't it's perfect <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh today's good vibe we want to leave you with comes from um the case in Oklahoma where the police officer raped um black women I think it was about 13 that he raped and he was actually going to get away with it and one of the um women he raped was 17 and they asked her why she didn't speak up or call the police and she said what type of police do you call for the police and I thought that spoke hmm. voice to where we are in our culture and our society right now where people um, are um have had issues with the police in the past but now because of cameras a lot of things are be are able to be recorded and they're able to have proof but it's like when you have issues or when you've encountered a bad cop who do you call when the police are supposed to be protecting you and i just i think it it just was a powerful statement when she made it
2: absolutely most definitely i, I think you said it all like it it speaks to a lot of things that are happening around us today, like when people go through things. And again, it's not saying that every cop is bad and, and people that spew these stories that Black Lives Matter is anti-police or people that question the police are anti-police. It's just saying that, no, you know, I'm, I'm pro-law enforcement and I want good law enforcement to be out there. But what happens when law enforcement just like rapes me and assaults me who am i supposed to call do i call like ghostbusters or am i supposed to call like like who i call because there's there's nothing out here i yeah (laughs) folks just don't understand but as always guys Thank you so much for checking out Brunch Culture, for staying with us, for sticking with us. Um, <clears throat> make sure you guys check out our website, www.brunchculturebc.com. We have all of our past episodes there, as well as a couple posts, uh posts, like blog posts and things like that on there. You can always hit us up on social media um at on twitter at brunch culture and on instagram at brunch underscore culture um lisa is on periscope as well you can follow her i have tough. a periscope account but i oh, can't not hey, i
1: don't broadcast
2: well maybe y'all can follow on periscope, I, I, ain't don't got no think, periscope.
1: I, I think i just don't have that much to say that i feel like people need to watch me live
2: <laughs> but make but, sure y'all check us y'all check us check out our social media and lisa go ahead and put your periscope out there so when you do broadcast people can follow you is it is that I will, lisa I, I
1: should i won't say never because i i say never and then somebody will get me on the next week Uh, I think it's the Lisa Z Fields. It's your same as your Twitter name.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Because
1: it's like a Twitter owns Periscope.
2: Oh, see? Learning something new. I didn't know that. Um, But yeah. Hit Lisa up um, on Twitter and on her Periscope account. If you follow Um,
1: Periscope, you won't see anything. I'm just (laughs) there to look at people who do it. I can never watch somebody's Periscope from start to finish. Because it's like they're just rambling.
2: And it's too dang long for what? Like... Send me a video text message. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, guys, hit us up. Um, may you also email your questions into us. Like, we love interacting with you guys. We love, um, you know, just just talk wrench culture. Um, we thank you so much for Luke Bond for coming onto the show and giving his talking about his experience, talking about his his, his faith and his beliefs, and um, we continue to have these types of discussions and conversations again because we talk about everything, but. One one of the things we always want to do is to, to challenge young professionals to think better, to be better and to be more open and considerate um, and to think about what we're doing and what we're saying and not just do it because Donald Trump did it because, yeah, that get you over. You'll look like the stomping whatever their names are. So <laughs> thank you <laughs> guys so much for listening to Brunch Culture. I remember here at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.